0: Thank you for joining us on Community Focus this morning, where we look at the issues that matter in South Florida and the people and organizations that are making a difference. Heart disease is still the number one killer of women and actually of people. And after two years of lockdown during COVID, we also found out that the factors and behaviors that put us at higher risk for COVID are similar to those that put us at higher risk for heart disease. And in fact, heart disease is one of the factors that increases risk for covid the two are kind of married in some ways, all the more reason that we need to get back to some sort of healthy movement. In addition, in South Florida, we have this enormous multicultural population, and there are groups that, by ethnicity alone, are at higher risk of heart disease. So we're coming up on a new year. We've got to get through the holidays, but we want to turn things around, and this is the place to start. Next Saturday, it's the annual Miami-Dade Heart Walk, and we're going to get educated and motivated today. Welcome to Marisol Sierra, Vice President of Development for the Greater Miami Fort Lauderdale Chapter of the American. Heart Association. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? Thank you so much for having us. I'm so excited to talk to you because I know that, first of all, this is your first year fully back in person. And there have been some interesting modifications to what they say we need to do to be heart healthy. And I'm going to let you tell us everything.
1: Well, thank you so much. Yes, definitely, especially with the holiday season, moving more is still critical to physical and mental health. Uh, brisk walking for at least a little as 30 minutes a day has proven health benefits, just as such as providing increased energy and circulation. And it, as you mentioned, reduces your risk of heart disease. So as we talk about the Miami Heart Walk, we are very excited on December 10th to kick it off at eight in the morning at Maori's Fitted Park in downtown. And why we're so excited, it's not only bringing the community together, we're expecting about 2,500 walkers and participants. It's so important, Ellen, to stay active, especially now during this holiday season. To your point, fitness obviously is very crucial, and we often recommend taking 10,000 steps a day. So the American Heart Association's health experts say there's no magic number for improving health, but that's a good barometer to use. So if you have an iPhone or an Android, you know that you can easily track the number of steps you take daily. And new research does suggest that adding a thousand or even 500 steps to your daily routine can definitely lead you to a longer, healthier life including heart-related illnesses.
0: That is really good news for people who are intimidated by that number of 10,000 steps. You know, during the lockdown, I would walk around my living room kitchen area and just go circles around it. And I'd be like, (laughs) "Okay, there's 100. That was like five laps and there's another 100. And the idea of 10,000 seems like so much. But when you're outdoors and when you're with a group of people and you've got cheerleaders, it's a whole different story. You get so energized. And at this time of year, the weather's so beautiful, so it's great to be able to do that, and also shopping. <laughs> I mean, walking a mall can easily give you your ten thousand.
1: Forget the mall; even finding a parking space <laughs> near the
0: entry door. <laughs> yeah, well, so I will tell you the truth. I frequently will try and find a space that's farther away, so I force myself <laughs> to walk more, just to get the steps in. Same here. Right. So, what's going to be happening at the walk? I know twenty five hundred people is fantastic, and I've looked at the. The website and I see you're very close to your fundraising goal already, which is just so exciting to see the engagement from our community.
1: We are definitely excited to have not only, you know, this is obviously an opportunity that is made possible thanks to so many sponsors. But the idea of the Miami Heart Walk, it's really designed to help participants and anyone that comes out in the community to understand the critical message behind heart disease. We want others to join and generate a renewed commitment to heart healthy living walking while we're raising funds for research to deliver progressive, life-saving science as a big solution to a huge problem that's national and global. And so we're not only going to have, you know, the heat dancers, we're going to have a paparazzi area. If you're a pet parent, you could bring your pets and walk with your dogs. We're going to be crossing over the MacArthur Causeway, walking over to the Children's Museum and coming back, which is a three-mile experience. We honor our survivors, those that are physically with us and those that are not, so we will have our survivor mile. And really, it's important to just understand that, you know, those that come out and support are helping to ensure that more cardiovascular research is being funded. Our centennial year is coming up next year. So you can imagine, you know, the impact when we hit our $750,000 goal, those life-saving funds, what that new advancement's going to be, more hospital administered, you know, higher standards of care and fewer people suffer and die from heart disease and stroke.
0: Yet when you think about the progress that's been made just in the last 20 years, and how someone has a heart attack and if they get to the hospital in time, their likelihood of survival is huge. It's increased. Right. And the surgeries they can do that are less invasive and have greater outcomes, again, that really speaks to the quality of care that is possible because of the research the American Heart Association funds.
1: And I'll add, it's not only that immediate impact when you think of sustainability. According to the American Heart Association, when a generation of healthy children grows up to become healthy parents themselves, then we'll see a major shift in population health. You know, the trajectory of cardiovascular health from childhood to midlife has been found that some children settle onto a path of poor cardiovascular health by the age of eight. Mm. That's why it's so important. You know, I'm breaking my nieces, my nephews, my adopted nieces and nephews, because I don't have my own kids yet. So I have all my friends (laughs) to bring their family members out. And really have that positive impact from a young age so anybody can really participate next Saturday.
0: Well, you know, I keep we do this regularly. We talk about heart disease and we give the message to people. And yet we still have children who spend their time playing video games or texting and not moving all day and adults who do the same thing. So what is the challenge for you and how do you get people to move?
1: That's a great question. By doing activities as the Miami Heart Walk, by us getting into the community, we work with several employers. We encourage from leadership down to invite their families, not only with healthcare systems, but the private and public sector. We have several community events throughout the year wellness fairs where we're engaging with the why and we're engaging with youth market sports, teaching hands-only CPR. So, really, from a grassroots perspective, trying to engage as many individuals, whether it's a faith-based organization, because we want to meet the community where they are. So, there's a variety of various ways that we are engaging. And bringing from children up to their parents. And even we had our first Spanish-speaking only event, Por Corazón, in August. I love that. So to your point of tapping into the diverse community that we represent in Miami-Dade County. So really trying to meet everyone at every angle that they can possibly throughout the year.
0: Before COVID, we had some of your representatives come to Cox Media Group, and you brought all kinds of information, and we had everybody took some time off working. And we met in our meeting area, and you spoke to us about what we need to do. And it was really impactful. So many people were not aware of the risk factors for heart disease, the genetic components, and how easy it can be to to begin behaviors that will help you prevent heart disease. Are you still going to companies? Have you started that again now that we've?
1: Absolutely.
0: Got- we never stopped
1: because, COVID I think allowed for this remote virtual world to coexist because it's still continuing if we weren't physically able to go into an employer's office or connect with a community conversation at an organization or physical location, we've done it virtually. So thanks to our sponsors and partners that we have, we've been able to either host this online via Teams or Zoom and or bring our health experts to different companies to talk about, you know, to your point, knowing your numbers. We know our waist size, you know, your tie, your neck length, you know, the numbers of your ring, all the numbers that matter in one way, but the ones that truly matter for your heart health, your blood pressure numbers, your sugar numbers, your BMI. So making sure that we're bringing that education into these various avenues, we have continued and that really didn't stop us throughout the pandemic.
0: And how would someone get in touch with you and request a visit to a company?
1: So we definitely get in touch through our Miami Heart Walk site. If anyone visits, I would first encourage sign up and participate www.miamidadeheartwalk.org, And that's where one can go in, not only get more information on Saturday, December 10th event, But all our contact information is on the website as well.
0: And one of the things that you can do if you yourself can't make it to the Heart Walk, help somebody else who's fundraising. There are are companies who have challenges for their employees, and it's not too late to sign up and do that. There are individuals who are walking on their own, families that are walking together, reunions happening at the Heart Walk, and you can choose to support any of them to help with the fundraising for the research, which is so critical. But can you give us some tips? Because this is such a difficult time of year to be watching all of the things that impact our waist size, our blood pressure, our sugar, our BM, you know, everywhere you go. Starting really with Halloween now and all the candy and then Thanksgiving and these giant meals. And of course, all throughout the season, everybody's bringing home-baked goods to work. And it's really hard when you're trying to be careful of what you eat to keep yourself in a good place.
1: So there are so many different things. I love music personally. So moving to the music, we definitely encourage it. It helps physical activity. It's definitely linked to lower risk of disease, stronger bones, muscles improved, mental health, cognitive function. So throw on a beat. We actually have a Heart Walk playlist that'll be on our website at the Miami Heart Walk site. I would say feed your soul with recipes, right? Yes, to your point, there's a lot of holiday events and gatherings, but eating meals together as a family for a chance to connect and decompress, right? Making sure you're eating heart-healthy items and recipes. Staying on beat with your blood pressure. That would be one of the first things anybody can do to prevent heart disease. So high blood pressure is a leading cause and controllable risk factor for heart disease and stroke and can contribute to worse outcomes for people if they're not monitoring that. And I'd say to your point, moving. If you can't make the heart walk this Saturday, get outside, take 30 minutes, get some steps in, like I mentioned, 500 steps to 1,000 steps daily added to your regular routine. That's definitely going to help the food and the holiday experience. Um, Just a few examples, obviously, to get you moving and keeping your heart beating.
0: Yeah, just go out for a walk after a meal. Absolutely. You know, I, I remember, I think of them as older people when I was growing up, like my grandparents. That was a normal thing for them. They did that regularly. And a lot of people did at one time, just standard operating procedure. We're finished with dinner. Let's go for a walk. And it helps not only the digestion, but again, you're moving, you're burning calories and just generally being healthier. And I think we've gotten away from that for a lot of reasons.
1: Right. Yeah. And I would say and to add to the physical activity, the mental health, getting your sleep, making sure you're doing things just to decompress. We've been saying stomp out stress to just walk, but also knowing your numbers. That is very key. The key personal health numbers that help determine these risk factors for heart disease, such as total cholesterol, your blood pressure, like I mentioned, your blood sugar and body mass index. If you don't know those numbers, making sure you get on top of that, you visit your your doctor and your clinicians and you stay on top of that because that's one of the best ways that you can
0: maintain your heart health. And one of the things you can do, I know there are a lot of wellness fairs at different times of year and you can just go to one of these wellness fairs and get some blood drawn let them test your cholesterol your sugar take your bmi measure your waist size check your blood pressure and you get all the numbers at one time and you know seeing it in writing is really a wake up call yeah some
1: some some folks are like me i'm more visual i need to know that number so i i would encourage that and definitely just staying active you know whatever we can do there's so many things that are out of our control, but there's so many things that are within our control to make sure that we stay healthy and and we create a community of longer, healthier lives.
0: There is no better place to start becoming part of that community than the Miami-Dade Heart Walk. Next Saturday, it's December 10th already at Maurice Ferré Park, 1075 Biscayne Boulevard. Give us the website again to sign up.
1: It is www.MiamiDadeHeartWalk.org.
0: Can someone sign up the day of?
1: Absolutely. And if someone cannot make it the day of, our site will be open until the end of December. Still recruiting life-saving funds for anybody that would like to donate and participate towards our mission.
0: Okay. And if you have a dog and you normally take your dog for a walk on a Saturday morning, put the dog in the car, head over to Maurice for park, and take that walk with the the Heart Association. You're going to meet fabulous people. And I have to say that Survivor Mile is so impactful. I mean, when you see the faces of people who might be your age and you're going, but how? How does that happen? Well, it can happen to people of any age, depending on your risk factors. So go meet the folks from the American Heart Association. Get the information if you have questions. You always have people there who can help. And you're so friendly to everyone. And it's just it's really a wonderful day. So highly recommend it. Is there anything else you want our listeners to know?
1: No, I just wanted to take a second to thank you, Ellen and Cox Media, for truly always continuing to support our mission, getting behind the work we're doing. And again, we look forward to seeing as many folks in our community out there on December 10th and continuing our mission to create a a better community for our loved ones.
0: All right. Marisol Sierra, Vice President of Development for the Greater Miami Fort Lauderdale Chapter of the American Heart Association. It is always a joy to talk to you. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Ellen. Happy holidays and you have
0: a great day. You too. Joining us for our next segment on Community Focus, we are turning to the Pompano Beach Chamber of Commerce. Now, when we hear Chamber of Commerce, most of us think about business networking. In fact, it's in the chamber's mission statement to promote business, enhance economic and community development and serve as a beacon through fostering relationships. So this particular chamber also has a focus on tourism, one of the big draws that we have in South Florida during the holiday season, something that can't be replicated in most places. And while some Northerners may complain that it's not Christmas without snow, we might say it's not Christmas without a boat parade. So to tell us more about the Pompano Beach Chamber of Commerce and the 60th Annual Chaos Fishing Pompano Beach Lighthouse Point Deerfield Beach Holiday Boat Parade, welcome to Connie Davis, Director of Programs and Events. How are you?
2: I'm wonderful. Good to talk to you.
0: Yeah, Connie, Uh, you must just be in the thick of it right now with only days away from the parade.
2: I am. It's what we call in the business in the weeds. In the weeds. Okay. (laughs) But it's it's so fun because this parade we're so proud of, our 60th annual. We're actually the longest running boat parade in the nation.
0: That's amazing. And just tell me that you haven't been running it the whole time.
2: (laughs) No, I haven't. But uh, I've been for a few years and I'm loving it. And I have a long history of large events, you know, organizing large events. So it's been really fun for me to get involved with the boat parade. And you're right. The the Chamber's one goal is to promote small businesses. And the boat parade is a really good way to put your boat in and brand your company and have over 100,000 to 200,000 people along the waterway say your company name. I mean, how more could you get advertising out of that plus all the other promotion that we do with it so it's a wonderful thing and we want to keep it a community event it's a smaller parade it's cute And we are a community effort. So we have the city of Deerfield Beach, the city of Pompano Beach, because we go through all these little cities as the parade travels north up the intercoastal waterway. And we want to make sure they get the recognition that they're part of the parade, too. The city of Hillsborough, the Coast Guard, our wonderful Broward Sheriff's Office uh, and Broward Sheriff's Office Marine Patrol. Uh, the Pompano Beach Fire Marshal, CITO, they all help us. There's a lot of work that goes into organizing the parade, besides just seeing how fun is it to see these boats going up and down the water, all lit up, music playing. Everybody's having a party. And it's just so much. It gives you so much more Christmas spirit I have to say, boy, everybody's really enjoying the holiday. And that's the one thing we want that that wonderful, warm, fuzzy feeling of the holidays are amongst us for everyone. Right. All religions, all ages, all people, everyone's welcome. And we want everyone to have a wonderful holiday. So we try to put on a really nice parade. And leading it off is Mr. and Mrs. Santa, waving to everyone. Um, This year, Hera's Casino Pompano, which was formerly the Isle Casino, will be the lead boat with Mr. and Mrs. Santa on it. And of course, we're so proud that we have uh, your own Jeff Martin As one of our MCs.
0: I and have to tell have- you We call Jeff The honorary mayor Of Pompano Beach <laughs> Because yeah. I, yes. he, he lives there And he's so involved With the community between Oh them. he supports
2: everyone yeah. He's just wonderful Everyone loves him too He's just so fun To be around And him together With Dennis Friel Who is the uh, marine artist That painted the, a bridge Going over the Atlantic Boulevard On the Intercoastal waterway Dennis Friel Connected by water He's also an ocean connoisseur Conservationists, and the two of them together really make it fun. They're our MCs, and they're describing the boats, and they're chattering, chatting, and they're making jokes. And I mean, they really make it fun for everyone.
0: Now, how and, can people hear everything they're saying there? I know your judging stand and your home base, where Jeff broadcasts from and does his MCing, is the Sands Harbor Resort and Marina. Yeah,
2: um, small of the dock but then they also have a restaurant there Mm -hmm. and they have patrons that purchase seats and and, uh, outside tiki bar so we rig it up so that everybody at that venue can hear what they're saying but we're also videoing it from beginning to end and we video them too and that is going to be live streamed on the chamber's facebook page pompano beach chamber so everyone even those that can't come and see the break, can watch it on their live stream In fact, we've got John Knox Village. We've got some of the other areas where there's a little elderly people that maybe can't get out to the boat parade. But we're going to set them up with big screen TVs and they can watch the parade right from there.
0: How wonderful. And there's also a couple of public viewing places. Yes, we've got several
2: restaurants that they can call and make reservations at. And then there's a couple of parks, Alsdorf Park, 14th Street Causeway. And then down at Deerfield Beach there, the big Sullivan Park. Fairfield Beach puts on a little uh, party there at Sullivan Park, too.
0: And for the sake of people who want to get there and don't live on the Intracoastal, the bridges go up at 6.15. So what time should people be getting in the vicinity of the Intracoastal to watch the parade and where can they park? You know, that's one of those little details that we like to let people know about. Yeah, Parking
2: is a situation where they just have to find a place to park all along. There are little strip shopping centers, and at night, a lot of them are closed, so they have to park and walk. Are- On the east side of the Intercoastal, there at the corner of Atlantic and A1A, is a parking lot. Okay. And then there's a parking garage just a little bit uh, north of there. So there's several places that they can ride around. And the earlier they get there and claim their spot, I think the better off they are. Okay. Uh, we open the bridges at 615 and they stay open until the parade passes by. And then they put them back down. That could be any time.
0: So people could theoretically ride share, call an Uber and or a taxi and just get dropped off and not worry about parking and then call them back when the parade is over.
2: That's what I would do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The other fun thing is they could still register their boat for free. We have no fee to enter your boat. And you could brand your company or just to make it a family fun thing. And that would be you can register on the Chamber's website, which is www.pompanobeachchamber.com. Or they can email me, Davis at pompanobeachchamber.com.
0: Is there a size requirement, a minimum or maximum? No, there's not. So I uh, could last... kayak in? Yeah, I do have my last boat, <laughs> Kayak Ted.
2: And he kayaks the whole parade. No, that's a long route. That's about 10 miles.
0: It is, but that would be fun. <laughs> and to decorate your kayak. Um... Yeah, I
2: think we have a yellow submarine this year. We have some really fun ones. The Powerboat Squadron's putting in a great boat. Um, people have a lot of fun decorating their boats, too. That's another camaraderie that they have. And we have an award for everyone who's in both parades, because the next night we have the Fort Lauderdale Parade. And if you're in both parades, we have an award for that. We have $1,000 in cash and prizes for the first, second, third, fourth place boats for best all-around decor, excitement, music, theme, lighting, And then we have some really cute ones where they get into clusters like we have a group of three, and they have blue-lighted jellyfish. So it just looks like jellyfish floating down the intercoastal.
0: Wow. So cute. Really creative. What is the theme this year? The theme is 60 years of
2: magic on the water. Love it. There is magic on the water when you watch it. put all the work that people put into it. We just love them all. We thank them for being part of the parade, and uh, we have a lot of great sponsors. Which will be up on the um, video also, um, and it, and if it wasn't for our sponsors, you know, they really help make these events happen for the chamber, and we make it happen for the community, and that's what we're most proud of, and we're going to continue to keep it a community event. That's what my goal is. The cuter, the more fun, the more family oriented. The more spirit of the holidays for everyone is what we want to accomplish.
0: And you don't have to be a member of the chamber to be in the parade? No, it's open to
2: everyone. We're going
0: to try to get you to join the chamber. Of course, (laughs) of course. And why wouldn't you want to? When you hear Connie talking about how much fun it is, I mean, it sounds like you're one of the driving forces making fun events happen for the Pompano Beach Chamber of Commerce.
2: Yeah. And I want the small business owners to realize, which is difficult when you're a small business owner because you're wearing all hats you're trying to do marketing and sales and bookkeeping and inventory and order supplies and you got to keep switching hats all the time but the one great thing about being a member of the chamber is you get to meet other people that are in the same position you're in Mm -hmm. and so mary meets joe the printer and mary's got a new uh, health food vitamin business and she needs some new brochures so here's the two of them that are young up-and-coming companies or smaller established companies, and they can do business together. And guess what? They form a
0: relationship for years. It's all it's about are. relationships. And uh-huh. you have, what, upwards of 700 members? Yes, over 800. That's that's fantastic.
2: We and haven't but- even checked, them. we have a huge industrial area out west along Powerline Road. We do a lot of networking events. We have groups within the chamber that you can join. We have a, like a morning breakfast group, different lunch groups. We also do a monthly breakfast, and this next breakfast will be at John Knox Village's new Cultural Arts Center. And we're bringing Innovation Charter children to sing Christmas carols for us. And uh, we do a money tree. And so every event's kind of fun. And our big events we got Fine Food and Wine at Pompano, that's a wonderful event. Our golf tournament every year, 50 years of golf tournaments. My goodness. So they're popular events and you get to meet all these people that you didn't know before. So it's a great way to do business.
0: So if someone wants to join, can they just come to a meeting, you know, as a test run? And then especially
2: at breakfast, they can go to the Pompano Beach Chamber website. Click on the events and it'll give you a calendar, monthly calendar, and it's full of events. We have a lot of them.
0: <laughs> uh, well, I know because you're in charge of them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but the, the breakfast is a good networking event. And we have once a month we have what we call Business with a Twist. So in January, it's the first Wednesday, we're going to have it at the Outback Steakhouse in Pompano. And again, that's a pretty popular event. Everybody walks around and exchanges business cards and we do a little mini raffle and 50-50. And so everybody has a good time. And you'd be surprised how many people get to meet new people there.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is such a great way to attract new business. And also, even if you're an established business or a big company, there's so much benefit in meeting people who you can work with or people who can be new customers for you. What would you say to someone who's a little bit shy about going to networking events? Some tips for how to, because you obviously have no trouble talking to anyone.
2: (laughs) I've never never met a person I didn't like. Um, I would suggest they wear a name tag and put their company on there because you're going to look at someone's name tag. And like I said, you know, you're Mary from a health food company. And he's just Joe, the printer. And you're going to say, hi, Joe, you have a printing company? Yes. Well, then there goes your conversation
0: or vice versa. And if you're too shy, you look for me and I will go around
2: and hand carry you and introduce you to everyone. Okay, just listen
0: for her <laughs> voice. You'll be able to hear her no matter where you are. It's Connie Davis, <laughs> Director of Marketing and Events for the Pompano Beach Chamber of Commerce. Do you know what we did not mention? The date what? of the boat parade. <laughs> <laughs> right. <at time. laughs>
2: 7 p.m. December 9th, Friday, December 9th, 7 p.m. It begins at Lake Santa Barbara and travels north all the way up to Sullivan Park and Deerfield Beach.
0: And there's no fee for watching unless you're in one of the restaurants that's taking reservations and serving meals and putting together a package. Exactly. And no
2: fee for entering a boat.
0: Okay. Do you know about, I know a lot of the houses along the way will have parties where they bring people over and they sit out on their back patios, you know, with their meals and their drinks and they're watching from home. Do you see a lot of that? As I know, that happens with the Winterfest boat parade, too.
2: Thousands and thousands of them along the way. Wow. And the condo balconies are all full. To see that. And they're all waving. Everyone's having a great time.
0: Yeah. You know, I get the feeling that there's as much excitement for the people who are on the boats in the parade looking up and seeing everyone in their homes as it is for the people in their homes watching everyone in the parade. And it I- is.
2: That's why I use the word magic, because when I watch it, I mean, when you get back a little bit to where you would be at a house or a condo and you see those lit up boats coming along and you see them coming down, you know, from a little ways away, they look so beautiful, all lit up in lights. Yeah. And the Christmas music or the holiday music playing, you can hear uh, all of them cheering and having fun. There's all different themes. I mean, they're just very creative. I can't wait to see them. I, I just love seeing their creativity.
0: Well, this brings us really right back around, not just to your mission statement about promoting business, but also your vision statement to improve the quality of life of the community. And this exactly. is certainly... A way to do it. So Thank you. you're the person to talk to if someone decides right now that they still want to join and be in the parade. Yes, I am. Is there a phone number that you would want someone to call or do you prefer they email you?
2: I prefer they email
0: me. Okay. So that's Davis at pompano Correct. Okay. And more info about the Pompano Beach Chamber of Commerce at pompano beachchamber.com. Remember, it's the 60th annual Chaos Fishing Pompano Beach, Lighthouse Point, Deerfield Beach Holiday Boat Parade, the magic of 60 years. Going to be amazing. 60 years of magic on the water this coming Friday night get there early. The bridges will be going up at 6.15, so you want to be sure you're there by six on the Intracoastal. Connie Davis, (laughs) Director of Marketing and Events for the Pompano Beach Chamber of Commerce. Connie, thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you for listening to Community Focus this morning. If you have questions about today's show or would like to suggest a topic, please feel free to email me at ellen.jaffe, J-A-2-F-1-E at cmg.com. Join us again next Sunday for an all new edition of Community Focus and have a wonderful day.
1: Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues.